everyone, this is Grace Sirius and welcome to the new episode of the Artist Podcast. And this 2020, as we take care of our physical health, it's also important to take care of our financial health. So, we have with us tonight a registered financial planner, an inspirational speaker, a loving husband to his wife, Chai, which is also my good friend, and a loving father to his daughter, Kate, Katie, right? Yes, Katie. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, our my good friend, <laughs> Carlo Biglangawa. Carlo, welcome to the show. Hi, Gracie. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be part of your show. It's an honor, and I'm sure your listeners are so blessed sa mga episodes na nire-release mo per week no kasi ako rin I'm listening in your episodes and it's really inspiring and I'm sure you're adding value to a lot of people so grabe it's an honor thank you again thank you actually for saying yes to, to this guesting and before we start Carlo syempre ano um, can you give us a, a brief background of your uh, profession and ano ba yung difference ng financial planner sa financial advisor yeah, sure, sure. Uh, at first, I started as an auditor when I graduated. So, yung first job ko more on numbers talaga, computation, just to share no, yung mga experiences before I became a financial planner. Then eventually, I became interested in educating Filipinos on how to manage finances. Kasi when I attended a seminar way back 2013, na-inspired din ako eh, to apply it in my personal life. Kasi sabi ko, yung finances, it's very important. Dahil sa araw-araw, we have expenses. And of course, we want to be a blessing to other people. So, na-motivate din ako na, sabi ko pa, gusto ko rin yung Lord ha, na gawin yung ganong profession. So, eventually, I became connected with a financial institution. So, I had a lot of trainings and of course, with the help of mentors, unti-unti ko rin in-apply yung pagbabudget, pag-save, pag-invest. So, I became a registered financial planner and also a financial advisor. So, to answer your question, ano ba yung pinagkaiba nun? Usually, if you're a financial advisor, you are affiliated with a company. It's either a bank, insurance company, or a brokerage firm. So, you, you are usually employed by that company or you're an agent distributing their products and services. If you're a registered financial planner naman, you are an independent advisor. So, you can also endorse other products or institutions na pwedeng makatulong sa mga interested to grow their money, in savings. So actually, I'm both an advisor and a financial planner kasi I, I integrate the two profession since I'm helping people with the company where I am affiliated and at the same time, I'm also giving independent advice kasi may mga nakakausap talaga tayo na meron silang certain need na unique na hindi naman dun sa company where I'm affiliated nila kailangan ma-execute. So that's how I started as an advisor and a financial planner. Wow, dami din nung nangyari sa'yo throughout the years. Started with a vision and then from there, nagbanikas lang yung mga gusto mong gawin and everything. And very helpful ngayon. Actually, ang dami na rin, mm. kumbaga, ang dami na rin mga financial uh, advisor na you can like yeah. uh, follow na, no? And Carlo Biglang Awa is one of them na super helpful. And Carlo, can you give us ano, um, mm. some tips of... Uh, 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 Maybe you can also give us your personality. How do you personally handle by your finances? 
Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, when I start, started working, nagsimula ako syempre, medyo excited pa to spend, to buy the things that you want. And maybe fresh graduates can relate, di ba? Nung grad, uh, first time natin sa Weldo, or if you're an entrepreneur, nagka-profit, may mga gusto kang bilhin eh. So, first six months of my working uh, season, binili ko muna yung mga gusto kong bilhin. But eventually, I realized na sayang din pala kung hindi ako nakakapag-save. So when I started na mag-save, nagsimula ako with a small amount. Maybe this is something that our listeners can apply. Kasi sabihin na natin, Gracie, di ba? Minsan ang hirap talaga mag-ipon. Parang ito yung dumadaan lang yung sweldo natin, di ba? Sinasabi nga nila na uh, dumadaan lang siya tapos nabaon na sa alaala ng kahapon. <laughs> Kasi biglang pagka-resibo, binayad mo na agad ng bills eh. But when I started saving a portion of my money, what I usually encourage our listeners and yung mga nakakausap ko rin, set aside at least 10% of your income. So, for example, that time, ang sweldo ko nun, uh, pwede ko namang i-share, no? kasi hindi naman, tal- hindi naman ganun kalaki. No? When I started working, around 14,000 yung first salary ko. So, I think sa fresh graduates ngayon, mas malaki na yung salary nila. So, I tried to save at least 2,000 pesos per cut-off. Minsan nahihirapan, minsan nagagawa. But at the end of the day, nade-develop kasi yung habits natin of setting aside. So once na tuloy-tuloy mo na yun, it's very fulfilling to reach a certain amount. And especially this year, as we start 2022, masaya na meron kang certain goal na gusto mong iset and at the same time, to try to establish your consistency in uh, achieving those goals, especially financially. No? So maybe that's the first thing no, na gusto kong i-share, setting aside a portion of your income and how I started saving. So from 2000, magugulat ka na lang if consistent, magiging 10, 20. So yun, unti-unting tumataas. Minsan nababawasan ulit, then i rebuild mo siya ulit depende kasi sa needs na nag-aarise. So I think a lot of us can relate, no? especially we're on a pandemic. Medyo challenging ang income ng mga tao. So, para ang advice mo talaga, parang kanina, yung career mo, nag-start lang siya with a vision. Mm-hmm. Ito naman, yung pagsisipin yeah. mo naman, nag-start lang din siya for, um, with a goal na, okay, kahit na maliit yung aking sweldo, maliit yung nasisave ko, mm-hmm. at least may nasisave ako. Tapos little by little, at least yung habit yeah. lang na you're saving 2,000 pesos, and then kapag sa susunod na buwan, it's 4,000 pesos. Tapos the whole time, pag medyo nakaangat-angat ka na ng konti, medyo so promote promote ka na right. ka na, di ba? Yes. Yeah. things ba na ano, yung mga habit bad habits mo naman during before na ano nilet go mo na. I'm sure na makaka-relate yung ating mga listeners dito. May mga bad habits ka ba when it comes to finances during the time? Yeah, I think ang na-experience ko that time is yung kapag sale, di ba? Minsan parang gusto mo agad bilhin yung isang item, especially kung sa damit ba niyan or shoes, yung mga listeners natin na nagko-collect, di ba? Or maybe you're into watches. So kapag sale kasi minsan tempting na, uy, mas mura siya ngayon. But actually, ang gusto kong ituro rin is yung tinatawag na delayed gratification. It is something that I learned along the way. Kasi sabi ko, kapag sale tapos napapabili ako, nawawala ako sa budget. And nakikita ko na sayang yung opportunity to save and of course to prepare for something na mas importante. I'm not saying naman no sa mga listeners natin na hindi natin dapat i-enjoy yung income natin. Syempre, gusto natin 'yan. But what we are saying is yung importance of your gratif- uh, delayed gratification na minsan pwedeng pag-isipan mo muna 
Uh, ang sinishare ko nga rin, pwedeng matulog muna sila ng mga 2 to 3 days to check lang, di ba? Kung kaya ba nilang hindi muna agad bilhin, especially right now because of online platforms, Gracie, siguro you can relate, di ba? Parang ang bilis bumili sa mga platforms ngayon, tignan mo lang yung item. Dyan, you can online pick. mga budol, oh, di ba? Yan, online Dami budol. Dami oh. ngayon. Yeah, oo. Kasi ang nangyayari, Gracie, di ba? Sa maliliit na binibili natin, if pinagsama-sama mo yon hindi mo napapansin yung expenses mo pala is greater than your income na. So, siguro to emphasize lang, it's important to monitor your income and your expenses as well. On a monthly basis, then eventually you can scale it up on an annual basis para you can project kung sa isang taon ba, short ba ako, or meron akong pwedeng ma-save. And syempre, yung smaller scale nun, monthly mo, and then yung daily expenses mo. Kasi, crazy, it's not about our income talaga, but it's about how we manage our uh, expenses and income. Kasi kung uh, malaki yung sweldo natin, but hindi natin na monitor, pwedeng mag-shortage pa rin tayo or hindi natin siya ma-manage ng tama. So, that's why important yung delayed gratification in terms of money. At very important din na parang you, be, you being faithful with the little things that you have. So, that kapag bigger yung responsibility at bigger yung sahod mo, mas magiging yeah. responsible ka in every cent, diba? True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kasi And, kapag uh, na-manage mo yung, uh, sa, let's say, 20,000, then you are interested with 100,000 per month na salary, mas alam mo na kung paano mo siya i-allocate, diba? So, tama. I agree with what you said, no? it's about stewardship of our resources. Tsaka one step at a time, parang hindi naman overnight, parang antipid mo na or ang galit mo na. Baka kasi minsan, parang out of frustration na hindi. Dati kasi, magastos talaga ako. Maybe some listeners, magastos yeah. talaga ako. Pero paano, um, ano ba yung i-advise mo sa tao na talagang, kumbaga, hindi talaga niya mapigilan yung sarili niya to purchase something? Yeah. Actually, ang personal financial planning kasi it's more of our behavior. No? I agree with what you mentioned. Minsan, hindi talaga natin mapigilan. Kahit alam na natin siya by our knowledge. But it's more than the head knowledge. It's really about our habits and behavior. So in order for us to overcome those uh, challenges na hindi natin makontrol minsan is to find an accountability partner. So maybe sa family member, meron kang kilalang matipid na kapamilya mo, pwedeng ate mo, mama mo, or papa mo. Or maybe you have a friend na alam mong tutulungan ka kung paano i-manage yung finances mo. Kasi kapag ka tayo lang, sarili lang natin, it's hard to help our own, eh, di ba? Kapag feeling mo, kaya mo na on your own. Eh. But it's really about having someone who can help you with your journey. So if you have a friend, siguro pwedeng kasama mo sa office or sa church, di ba? Kasi kapag ka merong nag-check sa'yo from time to time, like nung nagsistart ako mag-ipon nun, yung boss ko kasi nun sa first job ko shout out ko na rin si Sir Astro I will share uh, this link din no, sa kanya talagang nakita ko paano siya mag-save and na-inspire ako sa kanya so minotivate niya rin ako na Carlo mag-save ka rin every month set aside mo so naging accountable ako sa kanya na sige sir ito po yung sinisave ko from time to time kasi nga may mga tinuturo din siya sa akin na eventually kapag nakapag-save ka na ito yung gagawin mo which I will share siguro later on no, sa mga listeners natin. So yeah, find an accountability partner that is uh, close to you. Yung talagang, oh, yung comfortable ka rin siguro mag-share kasi syempre that's something personal. Yeah. 
But speaking of accountability partner, uh, shoutout ko lang din yung sister ko, si Ate Daisy. Kasi siya din yung nagturo sa akin in, in saving. Although hindi naman din talaga ako napapadala. Yeah. Hindi ako mag- madaling madala ng mga budol-budol na yan. Unless na lang, it's mm-hmm. very important. And as I live independently, um, iniisip ko talaga eh. Kasi parang since ako yung nagsusustain at nagpo-provide for myself, di ba? Pag ikaw yung gumagastos at ikaw yung nagtatrabaho, parang kailangan mo din, parang yung mga expenses mo, medyo conscious ka na kasi, wait lang, baka yeah. mag-ibigyan na akong kainin, wala mo pa-provide sa akin, hindi mo parang gano'n. That's true, oo. So, what, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Yes, oo nga eh. Kasi parang mga little things lang, no? yung mga little purchase mo, yung mga little milk tea mo, milk tea today, mm. tomorrow, and everything, ganyan. Um, yeah. Ano yan eh, nag-accumulate siya ng specific amount, is not realizing you're spending too much for mm. for those, ano. Although, hindi naman din masama. Maybe that's your, ano, yeah. thing talaga. Maybe, ano yun eh, instead of buying the milk tea, Diba? Pwede ka na lang din magtimpla ng may mga instant milk tea na lang ngayon, no? Yeah, oo. DIY mo na, ganyan-ganyan, diba? So, um, Arlo, maybe you can also give advice for the people, diba? As they start the year and everything, may kumbaga accumulated um, debt sila last year. Yeah. So, maybe you can also give advice to them regarding that? Yeah. Yeah, in terms of debt management, no, ang sinishare namin is about Uh, two strategies. Ito yung tinatawag na debt snowball and yung isa naman avalanche method. What do I mean by that? When we say debt snowball, uh, di ba kapag ang uh, isang snowball, nag-start ka sa taas na part ng isang mountain, maliit lang muna siya. Then as you roll over, mas lumalaking snowball. In terms of paying your debts, you need to list down all your debts. no? So kunyari, meron kang three debts na kailangan mong bayaran. For example, lagyan natin ng figure, meron kang 10,000, 20,000, then yung isa, 30,000. So, upon listing your debts, you need to identify the smallest one. But of course, habang binabayaran mo yung smallest one, kung kaya mong bayaran yung interest ng second and third debt, uh, try mo siyang pagsabay-sabayin. Pero, mas malaking allocation mo dun sa smallest one for the debt snowball method. And then, once na maubos mo na yung smallest debt mo, proceed ka dun sa next one and then dun sa last one, no? dun sa example natin. Doon sa avalanche naman, uunahin mo yung pinakamalaki. Mas, mal- mas malaking chunk yung ibabayad mo doon on top of the principal. Kasi kung may interest yung utang mo, di ba? Yung uh, kailangan mong bayaran, yung, ano, yung complete amount na kailangan mong hulugan per month para hindi mag-interest. Pero if hindi talaga kaya na sabay-sabay, pwedeng one step at a time lang. It's either the smallest one ka magsimula or the highest one. But if possible, pay the principal of the other debts para lang hindi mag-interest. Kasi minsan, kapag uh, hindi mo siya nababayaran on a regular basis, mayroong interest rate na additional na naman eh. Iba na kailangan mong bayaran. Pero Gracie, ito naman ang situation. Paano naman, Carlo, kung talagang hindi ka siya yung salary ko to pay all the debts? So I think ito yung part na kailangan natin maging creative. Especially this pandemic, we have seen... A lot of people lost their jobs, yung businesses nila nagkaroon ng problem. Dito pumapasok yung pagiging creative natin as Filipinos. For sure, we have certain skills or talents na yung sinasabi natin na we can monetize our skills or talents. So we have a lot of friends na meron din silang full-time job and then if you're good in cooking, if you're good in teaching, maybe you can start a webinar 
or other skills pa na meron tayo kasi uh, we need to be creative talaga kasi if hindi sufficient yung single income stream natin we can look for a side hustle sabi nga nating mga millennials di ba so you can sustain the bills that you need to pay and eventually mabayaran mo yung debts mo and move forward with other financial goals that you need to do also to bless others so yun So Carla, with with that, um, encouraging lang that you mentioned na merong hope sa pagbabayad ng debts. Yeah. And you have to be responsible yeah. and you have to face that debt kasi mag-accumulate ng mga interest yan kapag hindi mo siya hinarap ngayon pa lang. Una, i-accept mo muna na yes. debt ka. Minsan <laughs> kasi yeah. yeah. nakakalimutan nila na medyo may utang sila and akala nila, yeah. di ba, parang babalik sila dun sa lifestyle nila and then Diba? Parang ended up, parang um, um, mag- nagiging messy na yung financial health nila because of yung lifestyle nila, right. hindi na mag-give up. Pero meron silang responsibility na iniiwan or nakakalimutan. So, ang maganda naman sa sinabi mo, may hope pa din at saka maraming ways. Mm-hmm. Yung side hustle yeah. ng, ng millennial term, rocket-rocket ang tawag lang. Yeah, oo. Diba? Pero following that naman, ano bang dapat mas unahin na i-priority ng isang tao? Um, savings ba o kailangan niya munang bayaran yung utang? Yeah, that's a great question. No? Kasi minsan nalilito tayo eh. Kasi sabi natin, importante rin yung savings. Pero kailangan ko rin bayaran yung utang ko. No? Um, iba-iba siya depende sa situation. Kasi may mga debts talaga na immediate na kailangan mo talagang isettle agad. Pero if your debt naman can be paid, for example, on a monthly basis, hulugan mo siya, pwede mo rin naman siyang pagsabayin as long as kaya ng cash flow. So, dalawa kasi yung scenario, it's either you will uh, lower down your lifestyle or you will increase your cash flow. So, if you can do it both, much better. Habang nagbabayad ka ng utang mo, for example, on a monthly basis, meron kang sinet na for your debts. No? Kunyari, 5,000 pang bayad mo ng mga debts. Then, you start small with your savings. Let's say, 1,000 lang muna. So, you can establish the habit. But again, it depends on the current situation. Kung hindi talaga kayang pagsabayin, pwedeng unahin mo na mabayarin yung utang para mas tuloy-tuloy makapag-save. So, na-witness ko lang kasi, no, may mga nakakausap ako na talagang they are really finding ways. No? Kasi gusto nila na ano, mapagsabay, then eventually mas mapabilis. But still, it's by the grace of God kasi may mga bagay naman na hindi rin natin controlled, na hindi na natin project. But at least if we have plan, mas nagiging smooth yung execution natin. Kasi if we are not planning for our future, medyo mas challenging. Parang sa ano to, Gracie, kapag ka nagta-travel tayo, di ba? Minsan, we love to travel tayo, mga millennials. Bago ka makapunta dun sa destination mo, kailangan alam mo kung saan ka dadaan. So, it's either by land ba yan, by air, ano yung mga kailangan mong i-prepare. So, you need to plan one step at a time para hindi ka maligaw dun sa pupuntahan mo. Which is, dun sa example nga natin, to be debt-free. So, where are you right now? And ano yung mga gagawin mo to achieve in your destination na gusto mong mapuntahan? So, wow, encouraging. Kailangan mo lang din talagang malaman kung nasan ka as of the moment financially. Ano ba yung mga mm-hmm. capabilities mo? Tapos, far from there, hindi naman sa parang pagdating nung, kumbaga, dumating at dumipas yung 2022, eh, parang kumbaga lost ka. Ala, nasa yeah. na lang pa yung sinahod ko, yung sinahod ko nung isang buwan, ganyan. So, it's very important. Uh, yun lang yung nakuha ko din dun sa, sa story mo na kailangan, kailangan kung alam mo yung possession mo and at the same time, alam mo kung saan ka pupunta. Yeah, Para right, hindi right. ka lang din basta-basta nabubudol lang and everything. 
Ano naman yung masasabi mo sa mga breadwinners ngayon that is really providing, not just providing for their families, and at the same time, providing for themselves. Ano ba yung mga some advices mo? Kasi alam ko, si mga breadwinners, very, um, alam mo yan, may mga iba pagod na in providing. Yeah, Maybe you can encourage them. <laughs> Yeah, oh, kasi minsan ano yun, no? nakaka-pressure on their part, especially if they are starting their own family na, or maybe they are single, may gusto silang gawin, pero they need to set aside uh, a portion of their income. Minsan nga, big chunk of their income pa to help uh, their parents. And hindi yan bago sa atin, no? kasi dito sa atin sa Philippines, uh, ngayon na lang din tayo natututo sa financial planning. But what I can advise for them is to first, syempre, establish nila yung budget na kaya nilang ibigay talaga sa parents nila without compromising their needs. And at the same time, pwede sila mag-set ng cap or certain amount na maluwag din sa loob nila. Kasi minsan, napipilitan tayo na ibigay yung certain amount just to please our parents. Of course, we want to honor our parents, we want to bless them, pero we need to strike the balance. No? Again, kailangan natin ng grace ni God sa aspect na to kasi syempre, uh, hindi naman natin... Uh, gusto na hindi natin sila ma-bless din lalo na nga pag breadwinner pero kung meron ka kasing iseset na cup you can also prepare for your future while also being a blessing for your parents kasi makikita rin nila na you are not just working for your own but of course makikita nila na kasama mo rin si Lord so yung provision din maganda rin na ma-discuss sa kanila na hindi lang naman ikaw talaga yung source of provision not to sound religious no, sa mga listeners natin pero the way we look at our finances kasi talaga kailangan balance din ng practical and spiritual so yun yung heart natin no, in educating our uh, kababayans pero meron namang iba Gracie na talagang sabihin na nating dumidiskarte diba? kasi speaking of mga side hustles nga they keep on increasing their cash flow para they can still save for their own and still uh, bless their parents. Kasi kapag uh, na-compromise mo naman din yung personal needs mo, uh, magsasuffer naman yung next generation mo ulit. So it's a cycle that we want to break. So that's why we need to prepare for our own future while blessing our parents so we can also stop the cycle. Ito yung tinatawag natin na cycle of dependency. So talagang napapasa siya na napapasa because of lack of financial literacy available during their time. No? So we cannot, ano naman, no? kumbaga hindi naman natin sila masisisi rin kasi iba naman yung economy natin 20 years ago compared to our economy now which is very progressive na tayo ngayon as a nation. So yun. At saka marami na rin ways and you know, pwede mo nang i-google ano yung pwede mong i-racket ano, ngayon or parang magaling ka mm, mag- this is how you promote yeah. this. I mean, the information's every everything that we need right now is in the internet na and alam mo yun, parang it's a matter of you um stepping out in faith right yeah mm-hmm. stepping out right, and right. Uh, doing the the things that you want to do na hindi ka lang magsettle sa one um, income ano mo uh, cash flow mm-hmm. mo pero may mga different yung iba nga parang may liba-liba yung trabaho nila hindi naman sa sa <laughs> Sobrang grabe gusto lang talaga nilang magtrabaho hmm. pero like ang dami kasi din nilang priorities and kung ayaw nilang i-adjust yung lifestyle nila i-adjust nila yung flow ng income nila and Carlo with that naman do you advise ba people to get credit card kasi uso na ngayon yung installments and everything maybe we can talk about hmm. it yeah 
yung credit card kasi we could use it it's either for our advantage or disadvantage advantage use siya sa atin kasi maraming online transactions na kailangan mo ng credit card pero nagiging hindi siya maganda kapag naging excessive yung paggamit so ibig sabihin kailangan kapag gumamit ka ng credit card bayaran mo siya agad within the time period na nakaset so within a month no kunyari nag-swipe ka ngayon worth 5000 as much as possible within 30 days mabayaran natin siya agad kasi again magkakaroon siya ng interest rates so instead na ito lang yung babayaran mo nadadagdagan siya marami rin akong nakilala even before na nakausap ko minsan kasi sa sobrang dali bumili through our credit card hindi mo na na-monitor kunyari ang kaya mo lang bayaran per month is 5000 pero worth 10,000 yung binili mo. So, mag-accumulate yung debt to the point na hindi mo na mabayaran ng maayos then nag interest rate na. So, uh, we can use a credit card for our advantage. Kailangan lang talaga ng discipline and monitor natin kung magkano yung excess natin sa sweldo na pwede mo rin ibayad sa monthly mo kung meron kang bibili na installment. Kasi may iba rin naman talaga maganda na installment mo bilhin. For example, bumili ka ng gadget, ganyan, or a certain uh, gamit sa bahay. So, we really need to be ano, discerning and to be wise. Again, better to look for an accountability partner in terms of credit card uh, usage. No? Kasi baka nga maging excessive. May iba naman, Gracie, talagang nagagamit naman nila in their advantage kasi may points yung credit card, di ba? Oh, ah. Then they can convert to ano, certain items, ganyan. So, yun. Kailangan ma-monitor lang natin talaga yung tamang paggamit. Kumbaga, in handling money, you have also, ano, to have a strategy. Paano mo gagamitin yung pera kung ano man yung binigay sa'yo? No? Parang ganun. Right. right. Yeah, And oh. be faithful kung ano yung binigay sa'yo. Pag wala pa sa'yo, wag mo muna i-purchase. Yun ba yun, Carlo? Yes. <laughs> Oo, diba? tama. Huwag muna natin agad gasusin yung mga uh, sweldo natin kung hindi pa naman natin nare-receive, no? So, siguro to explain it further, Gracie, kasi minsan naman may different personalities din ng bawat tao, eh. May mga uh, sabihin na natin na brand conscious, may iba naman talaga na simple lang. So, I think it's really ano, striking the balance no, between our expenses and income kasi ayaw naman natin na ma-deprive din yung mga listeners natin, no? Na, Sige na nga, hindi na ako bibili, hindi na ako gagamit ng credit card. But still, we just need to be wise. Will it be beneficial for me in the long run kung tuloy-tuloy na ganito yung lifestyle ko? Especially right now because of social media, a lot of millennials or even Gen Zs talaga are conscious no, sa mga ginagawa nila. Kasi um, feeling, feeling natin we need to please everyone. But at the end of the day, we need to be wise also. Kasi we cannot uh, just be uh, parang just to impress people na hindi naman natin kailangan uh, gawin pero gusto nating ma-please yung iba or ma-impress sila. So, yun yung struggle na napansin ko ngayon sa millennials and Gen Z. So, we really need to ano rin, be wise sa mga actions natin in this ano, social media generation din. Ako naman, ang technique ko naman, personally, ang ginagawa ko, mm. dapat yung isang bagay na ipapurchase ko, kailangan magagamit ko siya it's either mm-hmm. every day or necessity siya. For example, um, I need a phone because of my work and everything. Yeah. So, dun ako, dun ako mag-upgrade na um, kumbaga, mas mataas yung percentage na ito kailangan na kailangan ko siya. And second thing is, kailangan mo nang masira yung sapatos ko. 
Yes. Yung, ano, yung sumusuko na siya, ganyan. Yung sumusuko na siya, na, hmm. natanggal na talaga yung swelas bago ako bumili ng sapatos. Parang ganun. So, usually ganun yung mga, yung ganun din yung ways ko how I, ano, um, handle my finances and everything. Grabe, sobrang dami ko natutunan kay Carlo. Dami nung ano. And, na, na kuha ko lang din sa'yo na kailangan mo lang din talagang ano eh, um, i-learn. Diba? Yeah. Um, you all you always mention the word wise. Paano ba magkaroon ng wisdom in, in finances? Do you have tips ba? How to be wise? Yeah. You mentioned that you have to be wise in your finances. Mm. How to have wisdom ba in your finances? Yeah. That's a very interesting question. No? Kasi minsan, hindi natin alam kung ano ba yung needs or wants. So I think we need to establish first what are my needs, what are my wants, so we can determine if priority ba natin yung isang bagay. Kasi may mga pagkakataon talaga na yung sweldo natin are sobrang-sobra naman, so pwede tayong bumili ng mga wants natin. Pero if hindi natin na-establish yun early in our uh, kumbaga working life, baka maging ano tayo, sabihin na natin maluho. So to be wise, you just need to list down your monthly expenses and at the same time ano yung mga priorities mo pero you can reward yourself from time to time din naman para motivated ka rin syempre magtrabaho di ba nakakapagod din naman magtrabaho so at least you can be refueled kunyari from time to time you will treat yourself you will eat in a uh, good restaurant or buy yourself a shoe or maybe a watch pero kailangan talaga uh, meron tayong established na needs or wants and at the same time to be wise then kailangan you prepare for your future as well kasi minsan kapag uh, hindi tayo nagpe-prepare for our future may mga unforeseen events so nagkakaroon tayo ng debts ulit or utang for example uh, hindi tayo nagsi-save kasi like at a very classic example Gracie yung sa langgam ayan 'di ba si yung mga langgam during summer season talaga nag-set aside sila ng food para kapag rainy days So to be wise then we can learn from them. Kailangan if we have excess funds we set aside at binibuild na natin yung tinatawag natin na emergency fund or 3 to 6 months of our monthly expenses para in case of rainy days, mga unforeseen situations, especially right now, pandemic, hindi natin kukunin yung panggastos natin sa utang. Kasi meron tayo na set aside for rainy days. And at the same time, to add na lang then we can take advantage of financial tools para ma-protect natin yung family natin from uncertain expenses such as uh, dito na pumapasok yung mga investments sa stock market or maybe you can build your passive income through real estate and at the same time yung madalas din mapag-usapan ngayon yung mga health insurance, life insurance these tools kasi will allow us to build a solid financial foundation kasi ang goal natin is to manage grow and preserve our finances. Yun yung siguro summary ko dun sa pagiging wise. No? Manage natin, mag-budget tayo, mag-save, uh, grow, mag-invest tayo, get mga protection plans, then siyempre preserve. Kasi pag tumanda na tayo, gusto natin ma-break uh, ma- ma- yung sinabi ko nga kanina na cycle of dependency. Kasi if we are not preparing for our future, pag-retire na natin, uh, wala tayong source of income na. So, kailangan meron tayong natabi para hindi tayo magiging dependent sa next generation or yung mga anak natin. So, those are some of the tips that we are sharing, you know, to be wise in your uh, personal finance. 
So, meron ka bang mga steps? Like, um, ano ba yung dapat unahin? Emergency funds, savings? Ano yung dapat bang pagkakasunod-sunod na um, that can help our listeners to really be financially healthy this 2022, Carlo? Yeah, sure, sure. Actually, I'm using yung mga tinuturo rin sa RFP. No? First is to manage your income or cash flow. So, what comes in and out, kailangan nagbabudget tayo. Alam natin kung kulang ba yung inflow natin compared sa expenses natin. So, managing your income. Second is avoiding debt or paying your debts kung meron ka ng utang. Pero as much as possible, if you can avoid it, much better. But again, if you are into debts na, pero may dalawang klase ng debt, Gracie. No? May good debt din naman, meron namang bad debt. So, if you're a businessman, you will use your debt to, syempre, to grow your business. But if it's a bad debt, kailangan bayaran mo siya ng unti-unti. Uh, using the method that I mentioned, yung snowball method, yung maliit muna, papalaki. Then, thirdly, you need to build your emergency fund. So, kung wala ka namang debt, syempre, proceed ka na agad sa step three. You need to build your three to six month equivalent of your expenses kasi kapag ka wala tayong savings in case of emergency nga, for example, nawalan tayo ng work because of the pandemic, so, mangungutang tayo ulit. No? Pero if you have three to six months equivalent of your monthly expenses, you can sustain your ano muna, day-to-day expenses without being stressed. Kasi meron kang naipon. No? So, ngayon nga, ngayon, uh, ina-encourage nga natin if possible, higher than six months. But again, you need to start small para hindi ka ma-overwhelm. So, start with 10%. If hindi ka ng 10%, 1,000 hanggang ma-build yung uh, consistency. Then, after mo ma-save yung 3 to 6 months, you need to get protection plans. Dito na pumapasok yung mga insurances, yung mga life insurance, accident and health insurance. The reason why it's important to get uh, protection plans kasi Gracie, kapag ka may mga sabihin na nating emergency sa families, ayaw natin na ano, kunin sa savings yung pangbayad or ayaw natin na magkaroon ng utang. So that's why itong mga financial tools na to pwede tayo ma-protect sa mga sad events na tinatawag na. So, you are transferring the risk from yourself to the companies that will offer insurance. So, it's a way to manage the risk. And of course, para makapag-proceed ka sa fifth step, ito na yung investing, which uh, you are creating passive income. Meaning, habang natutulog tayo, we have another source of income. Kasi our time is limited, but if you can create investment uh, income, Kahit na nag-work ka, for example, sa corporate or meron kang business, meron pang isang earnings na nag-grow which will help you prepare for your retirement, educational uh, funds, if ever magpapaaral na in the future. So maraming platforms na pwede tayong pag-investan but we need to establish din yung naiintindihan natin na platform. Kasi minsan, Gracie, di ba may mga hindi naman sila sure dun sa pinasok nila Tapos biglang sabihin na natin na i-scam. If it's something na too good to be true, kailangan natin siyang iwasan. No? Kailangan, if you're investing, pag-aralan mo muna yan. Marami tayong klase. So, if we have time, maybe we can elaborate a little bit pa. Mm-hmm. And maybe they can reach out to you as well. Pero meron ako mm-hmm. isang naisip na question that I want to ask. Yeah, sure. When is the best time to be generous? Since binibuild mm-hmm. na yung financial... Financial yeah. help mo this 2020. Hmm. Ako kasi, Gracie, di ba, ano, um, to share lang, no, not to sound religious again, yung pagiging generous kasi hindi siya nakabase sa dami ng income natin. Eh. It's really based on our heart then. Kasi 
if we are generous, we have this abundance mindset. Ibig sabihin, we have this thinking na hindi ako magkukulang kahit anong mangyari. Kasi the source is God. Ibig sabihin, hindi lang yung work natin. So for me, the best time to be generous, ano eh, conviction siya ng isang tao. Kung feeling niya, may nangangailangan, kahit na may pangangailangan din siya, we can bless people. And true enough kasi what we plant, yun din yung i-harvest natin. So if you sow generosity, eventually, ginagawa mo siya hindi dahil alam mong may magbibigay din sa'yo. Pero that's the principle kasi of sowing and reaping. So if you are generous, kahit may pangangailangan ka, talagang makikita mo yung way din ni Lord to use other people because of your generosity. To share lang siguro a little story. Naalala ko nung ikakasal kami ni Chai. Ayan, shoutout ko na rin yung wife ko. Uh, that time, syempre, pag ikakasal ka, di ba may mga gastusin, may mga suppliers. But uh, meron lang prompting si Lord na tulungan yung isang tao, ganyan. Mag-bless kami ng certain amount. So, pambayad na namin siya dapat sa isang supplier nung time na yon To be specific sa photo and vid namin, pang down payment na dapat. Pero, sinabi ni Lord sa amin kasi na may ibibless kami na doon namin ibibigay yung money. So, okay. nung nag-withdraw ko, medyo tsa, ano pa eh, struggle pa eh, di ba? Pero, naging clear. <laughs> Buti naman, ano lang, uh, teary-eyed lang. <laughs> Pero, <laughs> yun. Uh, yeah, uh, to cut the long story short, we blessed uh, that person with the money na, sinabi, na binigay sa amin ni Lord. And true enough, yung amount na yun tinimesta ni Lord na talagang nagamit namin sa wedding namin. So, imagine if we are generous. Again, it depends on your conviction, no? but that's the principle kasi. So, we use biblical principles also in finances para syempre yun yung foundation ng lahat. So, yeah. Anytime we can be generous as long as you have ano, peace then and conviction na maging generous. And also know that all your resources are not for you always. Yes, that's true. Uh, parang we are blessed to become a blessing to the people around us. And mm-hmm. at the same time, actually, hindi lang naman monetary lang eh. Parang yung efforts mo, yung services mo, mm-hmm. diba? Yung uh, words mo with people, and even this podcast. And um, i-promote na natin ang inyong um, Carlo is not just a financial planner, um, an inspirational speaker. He all He's also the man behind the Now Finance Podcast. You can listen it for free, available on Spotify. And maybe you can also promote some of your businesses. Carlo, please go ahead. Yeah, thank you so much, Gracie. No? So yes, follow nyo lang po, the Now Finance. Or you can also reach out uh, to me no? through social media channels na meron ako, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Some of the things that I'm doing, financial consultations, real estate, and even mga ano, no? motivational talks. If you're in a... Uh, kumbaga company na kailangan ng speaker about personal finance or business consulting so I can also help your organization in achieving their goals so just reach out to me in my social media channels and so thank you again Gracie uh, for the opportunity rin to plug <laughs> thank yeah. you as well thank you as well Carlo for saying yes to this episode we learned a lot and if you want to know more about Carlo Biglang Awa and at the same time his podcast you can Listen it for free, available to Spotify, the Now Finance. And you can also promote um, your business, Shopee, business design, Chai. Yeah. <laughs> Please go ahead. Yeah, salamat, salamat. Uh, my wife is ano, into creating ano, illustrations. 
So if you want to kumbaga, give a, a personalized gift to your family or loved ones, just search Designs by Cherry in Facebook or Instagram. So meron din siyang Shopee just like uh, what Gracie mentioned. No? So search nyo lang Designs by Cherry in Shopee as well. So you can uh, choose the gift that you want to give to your family or friends. So thank you so much for this time and I hope may natutunan yung mga listeners natin. So hello, thank you so much for listening for this episode. This is Gracie Reyes. Bye for now.